Welcome to the Health Coach Nation podcast. My name is Haley Rowe. I'm a sales and marketing coach and strategist for health coaches, life coaches, and wellness professionals who want to become a leader in their field by building their online community, rocking their sales process, and finally feeling confident about how they promote themselves and their marketing. On this show, we talk about tips to grow your business, save yourself time, and finally be able to create a sustainable, profitable business. Let's get into it. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Zero to Hero Coach Program. This is my four-month program teaching coaches and online service providers how to grow your online business, book clients consistently, overcome your sales fears, and finally rock your social media visibility. If you struggle to create a sustainable coaching business, this program is for you. Check out HaleyRowe.com and book your free strategy call with my team or myself today. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Health Coach Nation podcast and the Facebook live streams we do with special guests. I want to introduce today's guest, but before I do, I want to let you guys know that this show is sponsored by the Zero to Hero Coach Program, which is my program to help online wellness and life coaches find their ideal clients, book their ideal clients, and show up confidently online in their business without sales fears, without mindset blocks. And today we have one of my guest speakers from the Zero to Hero Coach Program, and she was so darn good that I said, you know what? Let's do a podcast interview. And she's the queen of podcasts and PR. And so, Christina, I'm going to have you introduce yourself. But before I do that, I'm sorry, I keep cut, I keep delaying it. Uh, I also want to let you guys know today we're going to be talking about three things that health coaches and life coaches should be doing to up their publicity game. All right, go, go for it, Christina. Hello, everyone. My name is Christina Lenkowski, and um, I am the founder of Publicity by Christina. And essentially, my goal is to help online entrepreneurs go from best kept secret to go to expert in their niche using the power of free publicity. Um, publicity is kind of something that people have a hard time um, wrapping their head around or grasping. They've heard it's important, but they're not quite sure what it means. So um, that's stuff that we're going to talk about today and, you know, dive into how to use publicity to your advantage. Yes. And I think that there's this common misconception among coaches and online professionals that they have to be you know, like Oprah or a celebrity, or they have to be, um, you know, 20 years into their career to start yes. doing PR because there's this factor of imposter syndrome or am I good enough? So what would you say to people getting stuck in that phase? I think that that is a, what you brought up is very common. Imposter syndrome gets in the way of a lot of people pitching themselves for publicity. You know, they think, who am I to be, say that I'm an expert in XYZ, um, you know, I'm not Oprah, like you said, or I haven't been doing this for 20 years. Um, but the fact of the matter is that, first of all, every single person that's listening to this has credibility markers that you absolutely can use um, when you're pitching yourself, you know, to get press. And it might not be I've been doing this for 20 years, but it might be my degree is in XYZ, or I've taken this particular certification, 
you know, there's, I actually, you know, in my course, we talk about the 17 different credibility markers that there are that you can, you know, kind of use to put yourself out there. And I can guarantee that every single person that's listening to this has at least one, probably multiple of them. Um, and the other thing that I like to keep in mind, I heard this quote once, um, and I just thought it was amazing. And it was like, to be an expert, you only have to have, to be considered an expert, you only have to have 10% more knowledge than the general public or your general customer has, um, you know, 10% more knowledgeable on whatever it is that you teach. And for, again, for most people here, they have way more than that. But just remember as a baseline that you know so much that you give yourself credit for. And I am here to show you and Haley's here to show you what an awesome person you are and how to get yourself out there and be more confident when you do it. I love that. So it went a little cut out for a second there, but you were saying there's 17 credibility markers potentially, right? That coaches could have and that we all have them no matter where you're starting from. So could you give an example of maybe what that might be? Yeah, definitely. You know, kind of a few that I briefly touched on were like, if you have a degree that's related to um, what it is that you do now, whether you just got it, maybe you're a 2020 graduate or, you know, you've had this degree for 10 years, whatever, that's an absolute credibility marker. Maybe you've done a, a specific um, certification or gone through a special program. You know, I know that you have life coaches on here. If they went through like Brooke Castillo's course or something like that, that's absolute or the life coach school, excuse me, that's absolutely something that, you know, shows that, hey, I actually know what I'm talking about. This is, I'm someone that has this experience. Um, you know, even being a part of masterminds, things like that, um, being a part of online summits. Um, so if you've ever presented at maybe an online summit of some sort, that's absolutely a credibility marker. And if you've had any past media coverage, of course, that's one as well, or been on any podcasts or anything like that. So I promise you, you've got stuff going on. Um, you know, we just have to figure out, okay, what are those couple things that I can really show my expertise with? Yeah, for sure. And I think that, um, what you said about, you know, just, I want to kind of go off on a tangent that, that life coach school program, it's like $18,000 or something crazy. <laughs> it's, it's a pricey program. So yeah. if you guys yeah. are being babies after you uh, I'm just going to say it straight, do an $18,000 life coaching certification program. <laughs> I would hope you're going to want to make your investment back. You're going to want to put yourself out there. And by the way, the most important part, it's like kind of when they say um, the most important part of an exercise is when you're starting to get tired. That's when you're going to grow. When you finish your $18,000 life coaching certification, this is the time to invest in your business, put a lot into your business, put yourself out there and, and, get clients. So um, yeah. I just wanted to throw that out there. But I think that those are all some really good examples. You have to start somewhere and you all have something about yourself that you can milk and and just yep. um, share yep. with the and, world. So and one thing I really wanted to, to, oh, go ahead. sorry, I was going to piggyback off that. Your credibility markers can change. Go for it. Your credibility markers will change over time. The more media coverage you get, the more people that you work with, that type of stuff, you know, that's going to evolve, you know, over the course of your career. So, 
you know, you may start in this one thing and you might feel like, well, I only have a couple things going for me. And that's great, by the way, that's fine. You know, but that's not set in stone. It's only going to continue to grow the more work that you do. Absolutely. So tell us about what are these these three things that um, health coaches should be doing to to get PR and podcasts. Okay, perfect. Um, so I have three things okay. that I think that what sorry? Oh, are we good? Okay. We have well, we um, had a little delay, but we're good. Okay, okay. Um we have I have three things that I think that health and life coaches should be doing to get more visibility, to get more publicity. But kind of the first thing, if it's all good, I'd love to take just a few minutes and talk about what exactly publicity is. Um, just to make sure that everyone's kind of on the same page. Okay, I got the thumbs up. So we're good to do that. Awesome. Um, I just think this is important because when I hop on calls with people, you know, maybe with a potential client or something, and I'm like, what do you think publicity is? And I don't say this to be, you know, holier than thou or anything like that. I say it because the answers are incredibly varied. Some people will be like, press releases? Unsure. Some people are like a thing they do on Mad Men. You know, people just aren't exactly sure what it is. And so I always like to break that down a little bit if I can at the beginning, um, just to make sure we're all on the same page. So essentially, when it comes to marketing your business, upping your visibility, your work most likely falls into three distinct categories, and that's earned, owned, and paid opportunities. So owned are the channels that you own. So your newsletter, your website, your social media platforms, that's all stuff that you have control over. You determine what goes on there, um, what you write, all that good stuff. Paid is, shock, shocker, things that you pay for. So typically that's ads, um, you know, stuff like that. And then earned is what I focus on. So that's when a third party source you know, writes about you or your guests on their podcast or something like that. So it's some sort of media attention that you're getting that you didn't give any compensation for. Um, because even like an influencer campaign, if any money was exchanged, that becomes a paid, um, you know, that becomes a part of the paid category. All right. So publicity, the work that I do is all about getting coverage from a third party without paying for that. Okay. So that's essentially what publicity is. And all three of these categories are really important and they each play a part in being successful with your visibility. Kind of like you said, um, you know, you just did this life coach school. You just got all the training. Okay. Now how do I get it out there? And publicity should be a part of that. It's not necessarily more important than the other two, than the owned and the paid. It just should be on the table. And for a lot of people, it isn't. Um, and the reason for that, I think a lot of the time is that it doesn't have a distinct ROI, like you might be able to see with ads, um, or you might be able to see with some certain campaigns that you run. You know, if I run an ad campaign and I spend, you know, $20 a day on Facebook and I see five new leads a day, well, then I can say, all right, I spent $200 and I got, okay, I'm not good at math, but I got that many leads, um, you know, to come in to my funnel. And that's awesome. With PR, you don't necessarily have that same R distinct ROI. A lot of times it's more of like a tipping point. Um, and the example that I kind of always like to give is, 
Um, Amy Porterfield, who's one of my mentor, you know, one of my mentors, someone that I uh, follow, um, she is like the queen of list building, right? So she runs ads. That's what she does. And um, she was the uh, focus of a Forbes article last summer. And from that one Forbes article, she saw a 20% increase in her list, 20% from someone who already crushes list building. Like that's what she focuses on. And she saw a 32% increase in her podcast downloads just from that one piece of media coverage. And the thing that I just always like to say about that is the reason for that is that people trust something from a third party more than they trust something from an ad. People understand that an ad is something that's paid for. And when you get a piece of media that is not paid for, that is something that that media outlet has decided to write about or the podcast host has decided to bring you on. Um, they they really listen, you know, they, they take into account more what that is as opposed to maybe just coming off of a cold ad. They're not a cold lead at that point. They're a warm lead at that point when they come onto your list because you've really upped that no like, and trust factor. Um, and so that's the really important thing about publicity. Um, you know, that's, I that's kind of I wanna... what, sorry. Yeah. Before we go, I want to chime in for a second with the, um, first of all, that's so impressive. And that's such an interesting um, statistic you shared or, you know, that her list grew 20% just from a Forbes article because yes, my other question is, you know, some of those are paid for. And so, but, but most, the general public doesn't know that versus yes. they all know ads are paid for. So I think yes. you just pointed out and, and it's so, it's so interesting. It's don't argue with what is meaning like, even though like I, I can, I, I was like, Oh, you know, an article wouldn't do that much for me. But then I was in a um, article, two articles actually recently, um, Disrupt yeah. magazine and another one about holistic wellness and stuff. And yeah, I'm shocked by the perception that happens after you post an article or something. It's like all my normal posts. Yes. And, and, and yeah. I post this article. It's like, oh my God, you've made it. Congratulations. Right. Yeah. So I can attest to that. And I think you just shared a great example with Amy Porterfield. But anyways, go back to, to what you were saying. No, I, I think what you just said is so true. And I love hearing that. I love hearing like, okay, I, you know, I pitched myself to these public or whatever happened. You pitched yourself in some way or they came to you, whatever. You saw publicity coverage in these two publications. People take that seriously. Um, they really do respect the heck out of that. And, you know, the fact of the matter is when I give that Amy stat, I always like to preface it with, you can get those same numbers without it being a Forbes level publication. If I have a hundred people on my list and I saw a 20% uptick because I was on someone's podcast or I did an interview, that's 20 people on my list of a hundred. Like that's, that's a big deal. And those are people that are coming in warm people that are coming in that already maybe like, and trust me. And that credibility has kind of been established. Um, one thing I wanted to point out about this, you mentioned how sometimes those things are paid which are typically called an advertorial. So if you were to see a piece, um, you know, in a publication and that was paid, you they do have to legally say that it was paid for. So it may not be obvious, like they, they do a good job of hiding it as much as they can. 
Um, but they do legally have to say that. So, you know, that's kind of something that's up there or they'll either have it at the top or at the bottom or whatever, you know, wherever they decide to put it in there. That is something that, you know, some places choose to do. I work with tourism organizations a lot and that's how a lot of them work. They do quite a few advertorials, um, you know, in like Sunset Magazine or these other places because people want to read about the publication. Um, so that is certainly an option. But for mo for what I'm focusing on, what I'm talking about today is all going to be free paid opportunities. Awesome. And can you just tell us real quick, um, I'll, we want to go back to the free free opportunities, but I want to know what truly is a press release and what do you include in that? Like, how does that work? Sure. Um, I'm glad you asked that question. And that's kind of why I spoke about what publicity is in general, um, because a lot of people tend to think it's just press releases um, and press releases hundred percent used to be something that was very, very valuable. When before we had the internet, before we had all these things, that was how media knew what was happening. You know, you sent a press release and the information got to them. There are absolutely still times when press releases are appropriate, um, mainly for events. If you're doing an event, something like that, I highly recommend sending out press releases. If you have a new hire, like if you work at a company, something like that. Um, but when it comes to uh, and, and to back up, what should be included in those is kind of those who, what, where, when, why. Um, and that's the way that I structure any kind of press release or a media alert is kind of the two ways that I do it. And I'll literally have a paragraph at the top. And then I will literally say who, what, when, where, why. And I will give a sentence on each thing. And then I'll have another little paragraph that typically has a quote that they can just pull directly from that. So like a quote on the event or a quote on whatever they're raising money for that they can just use, like the media can just use. Um, because the fact of the matter is um, reporters are busy. They are busy, busy people. They are trying to get content out all the time. So they just want to be able to get stuff really quickly. And the easier you make it for them, the more likely they're going to use what it is that you're sending them. Um, with that being said, the things we're going to talk about today are, are more focused on pitching, like pitching yourself. Um, and that's what I would recommend doing for people that are looking to get more media coverage, like in their health coaching business or, you know, their life coaching business, um, instead of necessarily sending a press release, unless you have an event or something like that going on. Um, if you have that going on, then that totally makes sense. But otherwise, sending an individual pitch is going to take you a lot farther. Excellent. Okay. So back to free opportunities and pitching yourself for those. How do you optimize those opportunities? Meaning what kind of lead magnets are you going to, or what are you going to promote as a call to yeah. action? And, and then Definitely. just whatever else you want to share. I, I'll just be quiet. You, you do such a good job when I just let you talk. You're so good. I'm just like, I give you every tangent that I can possibly give you on XYZ. And I love, truly, true, yeah, I love true. it. Truly, the reason that I want to is I think there is so much opportunity for health coaches and for life coaches. And that's why I wrote out these three. I mean, I, I really sat down oh, and thought about it. Oh, sorry. We good? 
you're here. Okay, you're good. Okay. I'm just going to be quiet okay. and not move. <laughs> no, nope. okay. so I was like, I, I just truly believe there's so much opportunity for health coaches and life coaches and that type of thing. And that's why I really sat down and thought about the three things that I wanted you guys to take away with today. And I think that's a good thing for Haley to ask, which is, you know, how do we make the conversion right from the, from getting the media coverage to actually having that mean profit in our business or upping our visibility and that type of thing. Cause all this work is great. And it ups our visibility, it ups our credibility. But at the end of the day, we all want to get paid, right, for the work that we do. Um, and so having a having a good call to action, having a strategic call to action um, is very important. Um, and so you just got to think about what that ideal customer of yours wants. You know, what is it that's going to make them go, um, okay, I just heard this lady on a podcast. I really love what she had to say. I'm going to go over to her website and grab whatever that, you know, download is, or, you know, maybe it's my Instagram page. Um, you know, you just decide what that call to action is that you want to send people to, but that's part of the beauty of doing publicity work is you actually get to share that call to action. Um, and in traditional media, like TV, um, and stuff like that, you don't typically get to do that. So I'll get into that a little bit. Um, but that's why I'm really focusing on kind of some, I'm not going to be like, hey, go pitch yourself to be on the Today Show. Um, because that's not necessarily even going to be the best use of your time for you to get actual customers to your list. So with that being said. Awesome. Okay. We ready? Love it. I'm ready to dive in. I'm ready. Dive into my, to my three. Okay, so number one is media queries. And when people are newer to the publicity arena, they are always shocked to learn that members of the media are actually looking for sources on the regular. So sources for their um, pieces that they're doing. And these are free opportunities that you can take advantage of. And um, I actually spent, I looked up some this morning because I wanted to get some recent examples to share with you guys of the type of things that are coming through every single day. Um, and these opportunities all come from a few main sites and that's Harrow, which is helpareporter.com, Source Bottle and Quoted. And I can make sure and send those to Haley so that she can put them in the show notes um, if that's something that people are interested in signing up for. But within the last week, here are some things that have come through that I thought might be of interest to your audience. InStyle Magazine, looking for psychologists to talk about workout motivation. My Fitness Pal blog, looking for sleep doctors and sleep therapists to talk about signs that stress is affecting your sleep. Vital Proteins, looking for fitness professionals to develop a workout for their readers. The Daily Meditation, writing an article on teaching mindfulness to kids. They were looking for health or meditation experts. Live Kindly, looking for nutrition experts to talk about how to replace sugar with monk fruit sweetener and plant-based baked goods. The list goes on and on. There are so many opportunities that are coming through. Um, and a lot of people just aren't aware that these things are here. And they wonder, how does so-and-so get that piece? How did so-and-so get that mention in, you know, the My Fitness Pal blog? I mean, how amazing would that be if you could put on your website that you, you know, were featured in a MyFitnessPal blog or Vital Proteins' blog, you know, that type of thing. Um, 
you know, that's just like you were saying, Haley, those credibility things that people are just like, oh my gosh, wow. Like you really know what you're talking about, you know, and that's, that's definitely how people take it. Um, so that's the thing that I always like to say is be aware of these media queries. My one word of caution on them is you will get a lot of emails. So Harrow, which is the helperreporter.com, they send three emails a day. Yes, three emails a day. So what I recommend is setting aside 15 minutes each day to just look at the prior 24 hours that have come through. Okay, so setting aside 15 minutes, looking at the prior 24 hours, seeing if there's anything, and there won't be stuff for you to respond to every day. You know, there might be some days where there you see like three things that you're like, oh man, I could totally respond to this. And then you won't say anything for two weeks. Okay, so don't be disheartened. That's just the way that the media cycles. And then when you do see something that makes sense, like let's say um, you were like, I'm a nutritionist and I want to answer that monk fruit replacement for sugar, um, you know, article that Live Kindly was doing, um, you know, then take 15 minutes, 20 minutes and reply, you know, give them some thoughts, give them a little bit of information about you, a couple of those credibility markers that we talked about. Um, and send back that reply. And the reason that I don't recommend spending more than 15 or 20 minutes, because people will be like, oh, I got to spend like an hour, you know, writing this response out is they're going to get a lot of responses. So don't spend a ton of time, get your good info to them. Don't worry about it being perfectly grammatically correct, worried about X, Y, Z. Some of the things that I've responded to are just quick little few sentence, like couple bullet points under a reply. And that's how I've seen coverage happen or have them reach back out to me for more information. So don't get worked up. They know that you're just responding to this query. You know, they didn't reach out to you as specifically asking for this information. So just kind of pique their interest, give them a couple of those credibility markers, and then let it go from there. Um, so I think that media queries is just a great place for coaches to be looking. Um, yeah, it's just a spot that a lot of people don't know about. Um, and then when they know about it, they get overwhelmed by it because there's so much. So that's why I'm saying kind of know what's happening and just set some time aside. Cool. All right. Cool. A good one. Cool. I like that one. Okay. Um, number two, if I do say so myself, <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> um, all right. Number two uh, was, and we kind of already, already talked about this a little bit, but become a go-to expert for your local media outlets. So I know I talked about maybe not sending a press release in regards to that, but even if you work with clients mo mostly online or outside of, you know, where you generally live, you'll still benefit from being on local news segments or writing a piece to go in your local paper and the reason that I kind of say that or why is that in addition to amazing practice and great local publicity, the content can be used across all of your channels. So if you do a feature on a local news segment, that's your e-newsletter for the week. That's up on your social media. You know, you're putting that everywhere that you possibly can. And that is really credibility boosting content um, for people. Uh, it doesn't matter that it's a local publication or something like that, it is impressive to people. Okay. And they like to see that type 
that type of stuff. They like to see, oh, wow, they're, they're on that show. They're showing them how to do these exercise moves or they're showing this recipe or whatever, you know, how, showing how to do a meditation. You know, that's the stuff that people really, really, really like to see. And a good way to get started with that is just going on your local station. Um, so we kind of talked about it a little bit, but what I recommend to do that is call the newsroom, ask who's in charge of segments and get their email address and then shoot them an email with some ideas. Okay. So don't worry about sending a press release. Don't, don't uh, hit them with a phone call right off the bat, hit them an email first with a few of your ideas. Um, and then if you don't hear back from them within a couple of days, then maybe you can pick up the phone and see if you can give them a call and get a hold of them in that way. Um, but you know, if you want to offer to do a monthly exercise column for your, your local newspaper, do it. I mean, maybe you could even do a corresponding training video, you know, that they put up online with it as well. Um, you know, there's a lot of cool opportunities there and your local media is looking for content all the time. So if you can give them good content and become kind of one of their go-to people, one of their go-to experts, it's going to serve you really well moving forward. Awesome. I love those three sites you mentioned. I had no idea. Those are amazing opportunities. And oh, let's yeah. hear the number three. Number three, no surprise here, guesting on podcasts. Um, I know it's kind of meta for me to be on a podcast talking about how you should guest on podcasts, but um, I promise you that this is just one of one of the best ways for you to get out in front of your ideal customers. And I think of all three items, this is really where the most opportunity lies for coaches, like health coaches, life coaches, um, that type of that type of thing, because there are over one million podcast shows listed right now. Just like, and it's growing all the time. And there are podcasts for virtually every single niche that you could possibly imagine. Um, and there are places for you. And there are places for you to get in front of your ideal customer. And, you know, if you're anything like me and my husband and, you know, we listen to podcasts every week. We have our favorites. We have ones that we listen to together, ones that we listen to separately. Um, we really take stock in what those hosts are telling us. So when you're a guest on a podcast, um, you, you know, you trust that host to be bringing people in that know what they're talking about. Um, and they're going to direct you kind of the right way. Um, so that's kind of a big thing for me. And if you've never guessed it on a podcast before, you know, starting out small is good. You know, if you find, you know, you reach out to a podcast and they're like, oh, we have 50 downloads or we have 100 downloads an episode or something like that. Um, that's great. People get really caught up in like, well, do I really want to spend an hour of my time for, you know, to get in front of like 50 people? And I'm like, huh. If, if an event called me and was like, hey, we have 50 of your ideal customers that are going to sit in a in a room and you can talk to them. I would be booking that flight, booking that hotel room. I would be there in a heartbeat. And you don't even have to do that with this. You're able to just get on, hop on, essentially have a recorded conversation, <laughs> drop some knowledge on, you know, your ideal customers, give them a call to action and, you know, let the relationship kind of build from there. Um so I think that podcast guesting is amazing. This is something that I focus on a lot. This is what I do for my clients. 
Um, I just want to make sure that if you start pitching yourself to podcasts, which I think you should, be strategic about it. So starting small is great. And make sure that you're getting in front of your ideal customer. Um, that's kind of the big thing that I just always preach is like, yeah, I mean, I could be on podcasts that talk about different things. Like, um, you know, I'm mom to a special needs child. I could be on a podcast that talks about that, but that doesn't serve my business. So I want to be strategic about it, right? Like I want to say, okay, well, I want to see if I can get on Haley's podcast because she's talking to my ideal customers, right? That's what I want to do. Um, so just make sure that you're being strategic about it, not just necessarily going on a podcast because you can go on a podcast that makes sense to get in front of your ideal customers. Um, and then make sure you're set up with that call to action. So just be prepared before you go into it with, okay, I'm going to direct people towards my freebie, or I'm going to direct them towards my Instagram account, or maybe you have a free Facebook group, whatever it is, um, that you want to direct them towards, just make sure going in that you're really clear on, okay, this is where I want to send people at the end of this. Um, but I think the opportunity is huge. It's amazing. And I think that more and more coaches need to jump on the podcast guesting bandwagon. Yes, well said and really thorough in your explanation, which I always love. So one of the things though that I want to point out before we go today is that two things. Number one is um, there's no real way to know the number of downloads of a podcast and that's something that you mentioned in our group call. Um, and so therefore you're gonna kind of just have to take a guess by looking at their social media accounts and you know the kind of guests they're having on and things like that. And there's also um, how do you recommend somebody go about finding and knowing what podcast their ideal client listens to? Yeah, that's a great question. And your point on the downloads is very true. Um, you can always ask a host, but um, just keep in mind that you don't know whether that answer is is truthful or not. I mean, I, I think most of the time it would be, but, you know, just saying there's no way that you kind of have to like back that up. Um, um, I'm sorry, what was the question? Wow, this is a, this is a day. That's okay. <laughs> the question was, it's all good. Um, how do we know what podcasts our ideal client listens yeah. to? Perfect. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> um, just got back from a weekend camping, you guys. I don't know where I'm at. Um, so, uh, there's a few ways to go about doing this. Um, you know, the first thing, and I know I taught this in Haley's group is like, just ask your audience. So if you have some ideal customers, you know, that you really trust and, you know, you're like, oh, these are, these are the perfect people. Ask them, hey, what podcast do you listen to regularly? You know, what is it that's in your earphones? You can put something up on social, put up a poll or put up a, you know, a DM me or something like that. Just letting me know, hey, what are your favorite podcasts that you listen to? Um, and if you find that people, people are listening to kind of some of the same ones, like, well, there you go. That's an awesome one for you to be you know, pitching to and that you know that your ideal customer is already there. Um, the other way that I recommend, I mean, there's there's services that you can purchase that will help you, you know, categorize that stuff. Um, but the other thing that I recommend is just going into iTunes, Apple Podcasts and searching by category. So you can search by category, like I can go into health and wellness, and then I can actually go deeper into a subcategory like alternative health or, um, you know, they have various different ones there that, you know, vegan, I can, I can put in um, whatever I want or even put a, a term into the search bar and I can see what, what's going to come up. Um, 
you know, there, it goes a little more in depth than that. That's something that I teach in my course, but just kind of baseline, you know, you can head into iTunes um, and just take a look around as well and just kind of see what looks like it could be a good fit for you and your audience. Love it. And then with the podcast pitch itself, one of the most valuable things that I think we can share with our audience is to pitch topics that are interesting and would be what that person's um, audience wants to hear. So you have a, I have a podcast pitch template in the Zero to Hero Coach Program. You have a podcast pitch template. Um, I don't know if it's on your website or if it's in your course, but Christina has great tips for when it comes to pitching. Yeah, so um, Christina, any other tips you wanna say real quick about pitching yourself? Yeah, um, I mean, just remember to, the thing that I was going to say is keep it simple. Um, once you realize that pitching is pretty formulaic, um, it becomes a lot easier. Uh, you know, you kind of realize like, okay, I think at the beginning people just get overwhelmed with it. And I completely understand I'm that way with like everything else, you know? So I understand getting overwhelmed and, you know, feeling like, well, that's just not something that I could possibly add to what I already do. But once you get comfortable pitching, Um, you're just going to, it's going to happen so much smoother. It's going to be so much easier because you'll realize the formula behind it. Um, And this is something that I see people talking about more and more, like in a mastermind that I'm in, you know, our person who runs that mastermind, she's like, you need to be getting on three podcasts a month. Okay. So she's like, this needs to be a part of your actual marketing strategy. Um, This is something that you need to be doing. So you know, it's only going to continue to grow and grow. And um, I actually do have on my website, though, for your listeners, a um, podcast pitch checklist. So how to write the things that you need to kind of write that first pitch. Templates and all that good stuff will be included in my course, which I'm really excited about. It's coming out. It's coming up in October, um, but it's actually going to be a live masterclass series. So it'll be live um, times where I'm going to teach, but then we're going to have live Q&A, live implementation time, Um, be able to ask me questions in real time um, to get that feedback because, you know, I know it's kind of hard to sometimes do things in a vacuum and not have the feedback coming back on a pitch or something like that. So I'm really excited about that. I have the podcast pitch checklist, which, you know, hopefully I can drop a link in the show notes um, with Haley for you guys to grab that. That would be awesome. Um, But, you know, again, just get out there, start doing it. You are an expert. You are awesome. Uh, people want to hear from you. And there are so many podcasts out there that you are absolutely destined to find some that are going to be a good fit for you. Love it. Thank you so much, Christina, for being on the show today. And I highly recommend that everybody gets that checklist um, on her website. We'll put that in the show notes at HaleyRoad.com. And Christina, where can everybody connect with you? Yeah, I um, am getting real into my Instagram, just really loving my stories up a bunch. Um, so you can definitely find me at, at Publicity X Christina. Um, so Publicity by Christina. Um, and uh, that's where you can find me. And I give, I'm going to be giving tips every single week on PR. Um, I'm going to be shouting out to podcasts. I'm going to do like a podcast each week. Of course, this one will be on there. Um, but a podcast each week that I, you know, kind of focus on and say, hey, here's a great one. This would be a great one to pitch for X, Y, Z. Okay. So kind of be giving that out there across all different kind of niches, um, you know, for people. I have, I mean, I said it in the beginning, but I'm all about helping online entrepreneurs go from best kept secret to a go-to expert in their niche. 
And publicity is one of the best ways to do that. Uh oh, looks like we might be stuck. Yeah. Oh. Um, okay, well, we lost you, but we got that. We'll put that in the show notes. And thank you so much for being on the show today. <laughs> thank you, everybody. Happy pitching. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you liked it and want to reserve your very own free sales audit, go to HaleyRowe.com slash strategy hyphen call to book your very own free sales audit. On the call, we'll talk more about the common concerns you get from your ideal clients, how to overcome those concerns, how to coach through objections, how to change your mindset around sales and improve your sales process so you can be closing and converting more clients. I can't wait to connect with you and go to HaleyRowe.com slash strategy hyphen call to take the first step. Thanks so much. Have a good day.